Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Everything Ema podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Joe Tillery. I hope you're having a wonderful afternoon. It is doing pretty good things here in Kansas. The weather isn't too bad, but it is getting towards that colder time of the year, and I am excited for that. Guys, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat up around the bush here. Before we get into today's podcast episode, which is gonna be something very interesting to talk about. Go ahead and consider leaving a rating and review on the show. For every five-star rating that you guys leave, take a screenshot of that and send it over to Pete Mundo, that's Pete M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and he will send you back a Heartland College Sports koozie to keep your drinks cold for the rest of the year, for the rest of your life. Those things are made out of, you know, tungsten. They will last forever. Uh, But I will tell you this, guys. I asked a bunch of people in the Kansas State community for their thoughts on one little story brewing in Manhattan. The one thing that everybody wants to talk right now the Will Howard versus Avery Johnson stuff. Now, admittedly, I am a Will Howard guy. I think it's too early to bring Avery Johnson in. But I wanted to ask 10 people that I really respected for their opinions on the topic, as well as put out a fan vote on Twitter and YouTube, and I will tell you guys those results in this episode. But before we get into things here, let me give you the roster of people we asked. So, three of my buddies, the Mobcast. If you haven't heard their podcast, they do a great job. They're three Twitter personalities and good dudes I've talked to. Got Special Teams U, you can see him on social media, he's one of the most vocal Kansas State fans, at Ema Caleb, formerly punished Caleb, and my friend Adam Tritt, another one of the Mobcast boys, they all gave their opinions on the topic, as well as two guys from Go Powercat, Mr. Ryan Gilbert, a buddy of mine, one of the lead reporters, does a great job with Go Powercat, as well as the man himself, Tim Fitzgerald. Fitz came in and chimed his answer, so I'm excited to talk about what he had to say, and then a couple more people you might recognize before I move on. Mr. John Kurtz from KCSN, joined by his podcast co-host on 3Ma. Cole Manbeck also have his opinions on this, as well as Jasmine Halliburton, who runs her own show, Run It Back, through KCSN, and is one of my personal friends from Kansas State back when I was up there, as well as the one man on an island by himself in this sense, in terms of coverage, Glenn Kinley. KSNT does a great job there, works with sports for KSNT, does a great job on high school football, college football, and everything in the area. He does a great job. We also asked him, as well as a fan vote, just to get to 10, as well as hear your guys' opinions. So without further ado, let's jump in here, starting with the Mobcast boys. First off, my good friend, Special Teams U. This is what the exact comment was. And I want to say this, this episode is in no way intended to shame any of the quarterback options or anybody you guys feel is better than the other. But I just wanted to hear what some of the most respected people in Kansas State's community had to say. Starting off, this is what we got. I think it's ridiculous that our fan base is willing to give up on Will Howard after one poor game. He's committed his entire career to Kansas State and worked hard in the background. When Adrian Martinez was named the starter, that was a comma, I've read that wrong. He's worked hard when Adrian Martinez was named the starter, okay. He came in and took us to a Big 12 championship and an NY6. He is a good start to the year until Oklahoma State, then everyone wants him gone. We haven't seen enough from Avery to know if he's better than Will at this moment. I still have confidence in Will, and I still remember the Tulane game and how he responded in Norman. Great point. Great point. We are a comeback team, not a win games we're expected to win team. And I know that's probably not great, but Chris Kleiman's never been good after a bye week. It just that's just how it's been, which is fine. You know, I love Kleiman. It won't change anything in that front. But like to say that it's, you know, we need to get rid of Will Howard because of the loss to Oklahoma State, that's too much. I think it's too much. But jumping into what my next friend said at Emaw Caleb, I know people are kind of Hit or miss on the boy, but I appreciate a lot of things he has to say. Caleb, we've got this. At Emaw Caleb, formerly punished Caleb. You can find him on Twitter. While I think that Avery should be playing 10 snaps or so a game because he's such a dynamic athlete, 
Will Howard has only played one bad game of football in Stillwater and has won us a Big 12 title. There's no question about whether or not he should be the quarterback. Will has made some boneheaded plays before Stillwater, sure, but he's also played very well outside of a, bad, a few bad decisions with the football up until the OSU game. Yeah, I mean, nothing to dispute here. That's not one where you're going to get me pushing back on it. Obviously, you turn the ball over three times in OSU, nobody's going to go to bat for that performance, but there's a lot of moving pieces to talk about. Next up, the third and final member of the mob cast here, Adam Tritt. Good guy. You can find him on social media. I think Will is still the guy. Of course, K-State fans had high expe- expectations coming off a Big 12 title season. While I understand Avery is new and exciting, I believe some fans are perhaps burying the lead here. Will Howard is battle-tested, has experience, and has the clutch factor. I don't want this to be interpreted as Will has earned the right to lose a game, because that's silly, but at the end of the day, he's shown he's got the sauce when it matters. OSU performance aside. With that in mind, I would have really liked to see Avery get some snaps in the UCF game once it was clear we were going to win. K-State's play calling has been a bit lackluster recently, and I figure the more we can put on film for opponents, the better. The other story is whether or not the staff is trying to redshirt him. If he really is who we think he is, there's no point in trying to save him for an imaginary fifth year that isn't going to happen. 100% agree. 100% agree. Avery is not redshirting, unless something crazy happens. Like, the only thing that would push him to the point where we'd get a fifth year out of him is if he has to overcome some major injury, kind of like a Skylar Thompson situation. But with the talent level that Avery has... He's not the first pick for a redshirt guy. He can help the team out now in his own way. Moving on, we're done with the Mobcast, fellas. They do a great job. You should check their podcast out, as well as check out their social media. Jumping into some Go Power Cat talk. Go Power Cat, obviously that name should ring a bell. If it doesn't, Tim Fitzgerald does a great job over there. He's got a good staff of guys that all work to support K-State Athletics and provide some of the best coverage of Kansas State. Let me jump into one of their, uh, excuse me, not correspondents, it's a lame thing to say, one of their reporters, excuse me, Ryan Gilbert. This is what Ryan had to say. Will Howard is quarterback one. I think the world of Avery Johnson, but comparing a Big 12 champion to a redshirt freshman is just silly. While Will Howard has been far from perfect this season, he's not the main problem. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's interesting to see how similar a lot of these responses are among people in the community, and that'll be kind of the general vibe we get. But moving on to the man, the myth, the legend, himself, Mr. Himothy Turner, Tim Fitzgerald. Him Fitzgerald, dare I say. The reality is there's no quarterback controversy. Will Howard is Kansas State's starting quarterback. However, the lack of use of Avery Johnson is curious because he's one of the better athletes on the team. How the coaches don't have Johnson prepared each week to offer something different to the offense to supplement Howard's play is mystifying. Shout out to Fitz because mystifying is a great adjective there. Yeah, what's the point? I mean, what is the point here of leaving Avery, you know, hey, we know he's got the run package set up at Missouri. What's the point of not trotting him out there a couple times a game to give it a try? I mean, you saw it against Oklahoma State. That was the number one, the best thing happening on our offense. It's Will Howard rushing as the quarterback. It showed to be, it proved to be effective. And Kleiman and Klein kind of said, you know what? We'll just keep uh, beating the dead horse here. Let's see what we can figure out. It's just how it be, I guess, fellas. I don't know the exact answer, but I tell you what, Fitz is onto something there with the mystifying aspect. Moving on to a guy who a ton of people respect. A lot of people have a lot of great things to say about this guy. Does some great coverage with KC Sports Network. Mr. John Kurtz, one of the members of the Three Mall podcast covering K-State, he provided some awesome intel. Went above and beyond for the channel here. Gave us a full breakdown on Will Howard and jumped specifically into Avery Johnson. And I appreciate everything of what he had to say. This is what Mr. Kurtz had to say for the podcast. Look, Will Howard has not been playing good football. I would not sit here and profess that he actually is. But I would say, I think he's probably taken a little bit too much of the blame. There's a lot of people that seem totally convinced that the offense would be significantly different if he were out 
and I will get to Avery Johnson here in a moment. I wish you would have played some against Oklahoma State, absolutely. But there are some deep-seated issues on the offense. I think that the wide receiver room could use a little bit more toughness. I'm not a huge fan of some of the routes that are being run, and it just doesn't seem like anything is really crisp with them. The guys aren't getting open much. There's been some miscommunication, and some of that is on Will. He's got to realize, hey, if you're not communicating very well with these receivers, and you're not figuring out what's going on with the different route combinations, like option routes, where that's like, this is back to my comments, that is the the play you need to know where everybody's going to be at. I know an option route, you give the option to the receiver, but got to get the right page. Got to get on the right page there. Back to Kurtz. You probably need to be a bit more careful, but he's not getting a ton of help there. Also, the offensive line late in the game, it kind of felt like Will was running for his life. It's been inconsistent, which I think is a pretty fair way to frame how the O-line has played so far this year. So I would use a little bit of caution in putting everything on Will Howard so far this year. Jumping back to the Avery Johnson stuff. Do I wish that Avery Johnson would play against Oklahoma State? Yes, I do. That is a perplexing one to me, as they would build a package for him in the Missouri game, and I understand why he doesn't play against UCF, because the offense just rolled. I think they were probably prepared to play him against UCF, but the offense had no problems. It's peculiar to me that when you desperately need a spark, the offense isn't coming up with anything, and the most successful thing you were doing on Friday against OSU was quarterback run. I'm surprised that Avery didn't get to run in that game. But I also would not be sprinting to the, hey, Avery Johnson needs to be the starting quarterback right now, necessarily. I would like to see him incorporated a little bit more, but still continuing to use him in the offense. I don't think a redshirt is anything that's going to matter in his career because he's too good for that. However, I'm not one of those people that's just demanding that he be the starting quarterback. I think K-State's issues run deeper, and I think this is my favorite part personally. I think it's a nice way to package everything right now if you're a frustrated fan, person, or supporter of the program to say, snap your fingers, switch the quarterback, and everything will be right. Unfortunately, I don't think that's the case. I think it's a more complicated issue than that. Beautiful, beautiful write-up from John Kurtz. Keeping things rolling on the three-month front, we got another mention here from Mr. Cole Manbeck. Another one of the co-hosts, the other guy being Derek Young, also does a great job on that podcast. Mr. Manbeck had this to say. I think Will Howard, also let me say this, they probably hate that I'm calling him Mr. Kurtz and Mr. Manbeck. They would absolutely hate that. But let me jump back into Cole's stuff. I think Will Howard is still the guy and should be the guy. Yes, he's making too many mistakes, but they're not all on him. It's a collection of errors across the board on offense, and everyone owns a part of it. However, for an offense lacking explosiveness and receiver's ability to separate, they need to go to Avery every game to give them a spark. You can't keep that type of talent off the field for the entirety of the game. And when they do go to Avery, give him more of the playbook, not just run options. So Cole, Cole kind of the first guy to say that Avery needs to be out there every single game, not as the full-time starting quarterback, but just as a spark, as an explosive guy. That's hard to dispute, especially when this team looks as lackluster as it did against OSU. That's a real thing. The third and final representative I chose to talk about this from the KCSN perspective, Jasmine Halliburton, she hosts her own show called Run It Back, Formerly of Wildcat 91.9 fame, now KCSN fame, she does an awesome job. I mean, she is cool, and I felt like she was the perfect person to ask because she's one of those people that, she has an opinion, she's going to tell you. Like, she's going to keep her sports opinions out there. You will know what she thinks about a situation. And I appreciate about that. You know, she's, she's honest, and she really hits what she believes. So I knew this question would be right up her alley. She mentions this. Will Howard is QB1, God willing he stays healthy. This is a vicious cycle we've seen, and it would continue if they bench Will for Avery, because unless he looks like a future number one overall pick, they'll treat him just like they did Will when he took over for Skyler. Fans would give Avery two games to look like a true freshman, and by game three, they're going to ask for Jake Rubley. Like, people, be for real. Which, 
I can hear Jasmine saying that, and I always appreciate that about her. She's very spoken in her words. You know how she feels about something. So I appreciate that. That last line about telling people to be real. That's that's classic Jasmine. Last person on this list before we get to the fan vote, Mr. News himself, man, Glenn Kinley, KSNT, absolute dog of the news game. I mean, that dude gets out there. He knows the news. He'll tell you the news better than anybody else will. The guy knows what he's talking about. Glenn works for KSNT. He does a great job of covering high school football, college football, Kansas, K-State. He does a lot of stuff in the area. Also, college basketball, college sports as a whole. He does a great job in Topeka. This is what Glenn had to say. The bottom line is, Will is their guy, and I don't expect that to change. If this season goes south and he continues to struggle, perhaps that conversation is had, but we're not there yet. With that being said, Will can be the starter, with Avery still playing a few snaps each game to keep defenses guessing. Chris Kleiman said on Tuesday, this is also a flex. I mean, Glenn knows what he's doing. He's talking about being there in person, and that's one of the that's one of the aspects you like about Glenn. He is well-researched. He knows what's going on in the community, so I always appreciate his insight. Chris Kleiman said on Tuesday that Avery Johnson had not playing has nothing to do with the redshirt possibility. He also said he trusts Colin Klein in his decisions and thinks the Wildcat fans should trust their guy too. Quite frankly, I agree with him. Yeah, that's absolute bars. Glenn Kinley is not here for your BS. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> that's just not, not you specifically, whether you're a Howard guy or a Johnson guy. Glenn Kinley's not playing around. He knows what he's talking about. Now, in my case, actually, you know what? Before we get to me, I'll keep you on the hook here a little bit longer. Let's go to the fan vote. This is an interesting conversation. I put out a poll on both Twitter and on YouTube in the community tab. I don't know if anybody reads those things, but apparently they do. Asking just, hey, who's the guy? Will Howard, Avery Johnson. We had 188 people chime in in total. Of the vote, I was impressed. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I've seen the vocal minority clamoring for Avery Johnson. I figured they might take over these polls. Will Howard, commanding lead. 122 votes for Will Howard, 66 for Avery Johnson. Will earned 65% of the fan vote. Avery with 35%. Now, this isn't some political media run where it's like, uh, hey, you know, we got him this time. Nobody's rooting against either of these guys. I mean, there's some people, but that's just how sports in general works. Avery and Will are both incredible quarterbacks. They will continue to be incredible quarterbacks, and they'll figure it out. However, in my opinion, Will Howard's your guy. You don't bench a Big 12 champion quarterback. I loved what Ryan Gilbert had to say, saying it's silly to bench Will for Avery Johnson. And I know if you're upset about that, I get where you're coming from. Will has struggled this season. You know, he mentioned himself, this is the worst game he's played since freshman year. I get that. This team, I understand the expectation. I understand the pressure. I understand all the weighted expectations. This team is an underdog team. They always have been. They can't lose that chip on their shoulder, and that's what you saw on Friday night. The one guy I saw that had the fire out there was Kobe Savage. Guy made four straight plays on goal line. And then on the blocked punt, or excuse me, the blocked kick comes up with the fumble. I mean, you got to think about it. This team doesn't have the same motivation. Hey, we can prove everybody wrong. Everybody's talking about, you know, TCU, they're undefeated. We can beat this team, blah, blah, blah. The motivation, we got this. What do they have this year right now? Well, Kansas State doesn't look great. Will Howard's reverting back to his old self. Uh, not as much talent in the receiver room. The defense doesn't look great. They lost a lot of veteran pieces. What's this team going to do? Oh, they lose to Oklahoma State after the bye? This team was supposed to win the league. What the hell's going on? They have to win. The, they have to run the table to win now. Sure, sure, the lofty expectations are there. What this team needs to do is get back to their roots. Play like you want to win. Don't play like you're trying to lose. Excuse me. Don't play like you're trying not to lose. I mean, Will Howard is a good quarterback. He's won you games. He's won you a Big 12 championship game against an undefeated team that went to a college football playoff. Will Howard won that game against those dudes. He's capable of doing this. 
I'm tired of listening to the hate and saying, you know what, Will's just not got it anymore. He's bad now. I read a comment on, on YouTube, and I don't mean to dunk on anybody, so I apologize if you're listening. And it kind of mentioned that Will Howard's not been able to produce against big teams. Even though he's referring to this year specifically, I brought up the fact, hey, he beat a top, top four team in the country last year in a Big 12 championship game. We were a top 10 team. And then people bring up the, well, you had Deuce Vaughn to spread the field. You know, he lights up some of the coverage. Yeah, sure, I, I get that. You had a combination of Malik Knowles and Cade Warner, which I do think is our biggest loss. Felix was a dog. He's your pass rusher. You can get past these seemingly insurmountable mountains, these immovable objects. K-State can figure this out. Chris Kleiman can figure this out. Colin Klein can figure this out. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't remember from last week, or excuse me, not last week, last year, I was very, very, very vocal about Colin Klein. you got to figure it the hell out. After that Tulane game, that was one of the most disgusting play-calling events I have ever seen. Every fourth and short was either a QB draw or a jet sweep. Why are we doing that on fourth and one? Why? Let's get something up the field. Don't give it a chance where you can drop behind the line as much as you, as much as you can avoid that. You got Adrian Martinez. Put him under center for a QB, QB sneak. You've got some dogs on the line. Figure this out. This year, things can change, my friends. I suggested it on YouTube, and I talked about this. Why don't we go into a jumbo package or a tight Titan package with three tight ends, one receiver flexed out, and they just pound the ball with DJ Giddens? That's a real possibility. This team has hope, they have optimism, and they are going to be good at football. I promise you that. Guys like Kobe Savage don't let their teammates get hung out there to dry. I'm going to tell you that right now. Guys like Will Howard take accountability. They work. How do they respond to adversity? They show up and they work harder. There's a real message that's going to happen this week. If they lose this game, it's an issue. I mean, it's a big issue. You see Will Howard struggle again. That's where that conversation is going to explode about the Will Howard Avery Johnson stuff. Why don't we believe in our guy to ride? To go out there and make plays. To go out there and compete. Trust the process with big Will Howard. The guy knows what he's doing. He's a competitor. He's the quarterback. He's the commander. To steal what Denzel Washington said, your team needs you. Go lead your troops. Let the man out there. He's ready to go. Will has to respond. And he's going to. I fully believe that. I'm excited to talk about it here next week. If not, we'll have a whole other conversation. But I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Everything Emaw podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Once again, I'm your host, Joe Tillery. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and go Cats!